Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Welcome to Frau Pow, where your hosts, Autumn Rags. So uh, on the subway, we were talking about self-care. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That just like, it's so, so I just, I yeah, self-care is super important, but also self-care is not supposed to be tied into capitalism. That's what really gets me. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. We're talking about taking care of yourself and knowing yourself and loving yourself, but also like buy the space mask. And like posting about it on social media. Well, that's the thing. Also, like, why the fuck do you have to post about it? Right. You also can do that on your own, like, and you don't have to post it about it on social media. Like, that, for me, my self-care is not fucking going on social media. Well, I also feel like self-care on social media, posting about it on social media, in terms of, like, actually posting about you doing your self-care routine, mm-hmm. like, in the midst of it. Yeah. It, it To me, it feels counterintuitive. If you're talking about self-care and the benefits of it and like why you're doing it and X, Y, Z, but you're not really like, you're not showing a picture of yourself sitting in a bathtub. I feel like it's not as exploitative of like yourself and not like as attention seeking. I don't know. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe it's because we're both introverts. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't need to know. Like no one else needs to know that I'm in a bath. Yeah. Watching Criminal Minds for like the third nine in a row. Whatever. Whatever. The whole point of self-care is kind of like turning off the social media because I feel like sometimes social media gets in the way of actually doing the mental labor of taking care of yourself and the emotional labor of taking care of yourself. And by focus, by taking a picture to put on social media is kind of counterintuitive. Right. And it yeah, self-care is about self-love and that love involves a lot of, like you're saying, like emotional labor. And I think that... Our society is now fixated on like thinking, like looking like we're taking care of ourselves and not actually doing that mm-hmm. really hard part. Like yeah. it is really nice to put a face mask on or take a bath or whatever people are deciding is like the hot thing. But also, there's a lot of emotional work that you have to be doing when you're taking care of yourself. Right, and it's not just face masks and yeah. bath bombs and XYZ. It has nothing to do with your emotional boundaries. I mean, don't get me wrong. When, when you do something physically for yourself, like if you go get a massage or like yeah. sometimes, like sometimes you're like, you just need to go get that haircut to like just make yourself feel a little bit better. And like, yes, if you need to do something physical to get yourself, get that ball rolling to take the next step of doing the emotional labor, great. But the physical aspects cannot replace the emotional ones. Right. Of course. And it is like really nice to take care, spend time to take care of yourself. And if that has, like you're saying, like taking a bath or getting a massage, fucking fantastic. Great. Great. But also like I know when that's happening, I'm doing it because I need to take a break from 
everything else. And right. I'm taking time for myself to do something that I like and do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And without like engaging in that piece of self-care, then it's fucking worthless. And then you're just posting shit on Instagram. Yeah. And then basically you're just falling back into the trap. I also like for me, when I'm engaging in something that is self-care oriented, whether it's like sometimes some, that means just like watching your favorite TV show or favorite movie. But that also means putting away something that I'm on all the time because I'm forced to be on it because my work is on there. My personal yeah. life is on there. It's a it's turning off one thing that is a stressor mm-hmm. and putting it away and allowing myself to be engaged by something else. Yeah. You know, taking a break. I don't know, like we just said that, like, you know, self-care is also the emotional labor. Yeah. But like sometimes just to get to the emotional labor, you do need to relax. You do need to like watch your favorite TV show or like listen yeah, to a podcast. Yeah, but knowing why you're doing that. Right. You have to understand the why you're doing that first. And then also like the benefit, like sometimes you just need to unwind before you can do everything else. But the whole putting your phone away thing for me is important. And like, yeah. I'm a huge culprit of being on my phone all the time. So putting it away is something that I need to actively work on. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a part of self-care for me because it consumes so much of my attention. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to post about it on social media as well. So I think it's, this is not related. Because <laughs> um, I was only half listening to you. Sorry. Thanks, uh-huh. asshole. Um, <laughs> Um, But I was thinking about the study that I read about that where uh, I think it was by psychologists that they talk to people with anxiety and depression and that they tend to watch the same TV shows or movies over and over again. And it's like a self-soothing action. Well, do you want to talk about that thing on Facebook? Well, yes. Okay. So in relation to self-care... I'm going to get on to my weird hill to die on. It's not weird. No, I'm just going to get on to the hill that I want to die on. Um, I have a huge pet peeve with people who use the guise of self-care to, to not handle their mental illness, which then is perpetuated by their guise of self-care. So, for instance... If you're claiming self-care because you're deleting, like, all these people because, like, they're willing to call you out on your bullshit and try to make you a better person, but you don't want to deal with it, is that really self-care? Because, like... Or denial. Or are you in denial? Like, there, there is a certain level of, like, yes, this is self-care, and, like, yes, sometimes we just have to, like, ignore the fact that, like, everything sucks... You know, and try to like boost ourselves up. But then if you're not actually addressing the mental illness at some point, you're just perpetuating it and you're making it worse. And by claiming self-care by doing these, you know, actions X, Y, Z, and you're making your mental illness work, that's not self-care and you're harming yourself and you're harming everybody else along the way. And it's just a huge fucking pet peeve of mine. Like people calling out someone for, I don't know, like being sexist. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to delete all these people because they're calling right. me sexist. And it's like, well, we're really just trying to make you like a much more socially aware person or mm-hmm. like we're just try- trying to make you like, you know, like just slightly better person. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to hear it. So you're just going to be in denial about it. Hashtag self-care. Hashtag self-care. I think the example of like deleting people on Facebook because 
they disagree with you and how you're going about handling your own mental illness Mm -hmm. is probably not the best thing because chances are if you're in the throes of like a breakdown or something along those lines, you're probably not making the best decisions for yourself and how to handle your mental illness. Mm -hmm. And I know that like you're going to have like you're going to have a veil over your eyes and you're not going to make the best decisions but you can burn a lot of bridges doing that and saying that it's for self-care is just a lot of bullshit because really, honestly, you're in fucking denial. Or we can relate it, like full fucking circle. We're gonna relate it to an episode of Scam Wow they just did mm. on Audrey Kitchen and she just deletes people when they say anything. It's a dirty delete. It's a dirty delete. That's not self-care. No. You're not dealing with the issue. Which is the point of self-care. Like, honestly, if you're just going to do that, I like you're just a coward. Yeah. Like, if you're not willing to deal with your own demons and you're just going to run away and run away from everybody who's trying to, like, help you, you're a fucking coward. And that's where I stand. And I know that's harsh, and I would love to be a little bit more sympathetic and empathetic about it. But it's not taking care of yourself. It's avoiding a problem. Right. It's avoiding a problem, and I, I personally have friends that are on the receiving end of people who do this and I see how it hurts them. I see how it hurts the people involved. And I just think that like at some point you are either going to, you know, you're going to collapse within the mental illness or you're going to drive everybody away and not have any support and you're just going to keep going. So it's like, you're either going to collapse or you're going to keep going and perpetuating it. And then eventually you are going to collapse underneath it and you're not going to have anybody. You think this is more of a problem because of like the prevalence of social media? I think social media is kind of beneficial sometimes because like people can get called out on their bullshit a little bit more easily. Mm-hmm. And people have the opportunity to talk about it a little bit more freely about their needs and what they're going through. But on the flip side, social media and any sort of like text communication doesn't convey emotion and so people can misconstrue it and just do like a dirty delete or like a you know a rage block sort of thing and that's not exactly helpful either um at the end of the day like conversations need to happen but like you i understand that sometimes you're going to be in denial like it happens to all of us like you basically have to go through the stages of grieving to accept the mental illness and denial is a big stage we're just like the fact that you're a racist asshole right but like at some point, you're going to get past the denial stage and suddenly you're going to be like, well, shit. I'm Grand Wizard now. What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people don't get past the denial stage. And like, well, that sucks for them because they just lost their entire support network. I watched a lot of Gangland when I was on my work trip. I figured. I figured <laughs> you were making references about something. <laughs> I watched a lot of Gangland. It was on the marathon on A&E and I was very tired and just watched like probably five hours because <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep. Anyway. Anyway. So that that's my hill to die on. Do not use the guise of self-care to perpetuate your mental illness. Well, maybe we should talk about what self-care actually is. Self-care is bath bombs. Oh my God. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> what self-care? What is it? I mean, I I mean, I don't think there's like a good definition out there, but I definitely know that it isn't bath bombs. That it's like 
having the ability to check in with yourself and being able to um, know boundaries and make boundaries and enforce boundaries. I love boundaries. I do too. I'm real good with them sometimes. I kind of made it a point of actually putting it on Facebook a lot, like on the Frau Pau page on Facebook of boundaries. Here's your wonk. Are your boundaries feeling wonky? This is what wonky boundaries feel like. Do you need to reestablish your boundaries? This is what reestablishing boundaries. And like I, I've been posting a lot about boundaries at least like once a week for the past couple of months because I think it's important that people who are listeners understand that like it's okay for them to have boundaries and say no. And we're actively doing that for ourselves mm-hmm. with this podcast. Like there's a lot of times where it's like we need to know that like sometimes we can't handle talking about a certain topic. So we're not going to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, and we're establishing the boundaries that we need for ourselves for this podcast and like and how we interact with others. Mm-hmm. And I think we want to like I want to like I want that to be shared with our listeners of like it's OK to have these boundaries and it's OK to not cross these boundaries and it's OK to walk away. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about Oprah in my head. <laughs> this conversation, goodbye. Like, you get a boundary, and you, you get, get a boundary. boundary, and you get a therapist. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, we're glad you were here. If you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email at fraupowpodcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Frau Pal Podcast. We love to hear from you guys. And if you love us, let us know by subscribing and rating us. We love to get feedback from our listeners. Um, and we love cats. So send us cat pictures. Mm-hmm. And as always, don't, don't be, be a dick. dick.